0: Hello and welcome to the Bible Podcast, a show for God's remnant people with a present, a future, and an eternity through Jesus Christ. Today is August 11th and we're reading the book of Isaiah. Today we'll cover chapters 52 through 57. Let's begin. Isaiah chapter 52 Wake up! Wake up, O Zion! Clothe yourself with strength. Put on your beautiful clothes, O holy city of Jerusalem for unclean and godless people will enter your gates no longer. Rise from the dust, O Jerusalem. Sit in a place of honor. Remove the chains of slavery from your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. For this is what the Lord says, When I sold you into exile, I received no payment. Now I can redeem you without having to pay for you. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Long ago my people chose to live in Egypt, Now they are oppressed by Assyria. What is this? asked the Lord. Why are my people enslaved again? Those who rule them shout in exultation. My name is blasphemed all day long, but I will reveal my name to my people, and they will come to know its power. Then at last they will recognize that I am the one who speaks to them. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings good news the good news of peace and salvation the news that the God of Israel reigns the watchmen shout and sing with joy for before their very eyes they see the Lord returning to Jerusalem let the ruins of Jerusalem break into joyful song for the Lord has comforted his people he has redeemed Jerusalem the Lord has demonstrated his holy power before the eyes of all the nations All the ends of the earth will see the victory of our God. Get out, get out and leave your captivity, where everything you touch is unclean. Get out there and purify yourselves, you who carry home the sacred objects of the Lord. You will not leave in a hurry, running for your lives, for the Lord will go ahead of you. Yes, the God of Israel will protect you from behind. See, my servant will prosper. He will be highly exalted. But many were amazed when they saw him. His face was so disfigured he seemed hardly human, and from his appearance one would scarcely know he was a man. And he will startle many nations. Kings will stand speechless in his presence, for they will see what they had not been told. They will understand what they had not heard about. Isaiah 53 Who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot, like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with the deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried, it was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream, but he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong, he had never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous for he will bear all their sins I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death he was counted among the rebels he bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels chapter 54 sing O childless woman you who have never given birth break into loud and joyful song O Jerusalem you who have never been in labor For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. Enlarge your house, build in addition. Spread out your home and spare no expense, for you will soon be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. Fear not, you will no longer live in shame. Don't be afraid, there is no more disgrace for you. You will no longer remember the shame of your youth. And the sorrows of widowhood. For your creator will be your husband. The Lord of heaven's armies is his name. He is your redeemer. The holy one of Israel. The God of all the earth. For the Lord has called you back from your grief. As though you were a young wife abandoned by her husband. Says your God. For a brief moment I abandoned you. But with great compassion I will take you back. In a burst of anger I turned my face away. For a little while, but with everlasting love, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. Just as I swore in the time of Noah that I would never again let a flood cover the earth, so now I swear that I will never again be angry and punish you. For the mountains may move and the hills disappear, but even then my faithful love for you will remain. My covenant of blessings will never be broken. Says the Lord who has mercy on you. O storm battered city, troubled and desolate, I will rebuild you with precious jewels, and make your foundations from lapis lazuli. I will make your towers of sparkling rubies, your gates of shining gems, and your walls will be made of precious stones. I will teach all your children, and they will enjoy great peace. You will be secure under a government that is just and fair. Your enemies will stay far away, you will live in peace, and terror will not come near. If any nation comes to fight you, it is not because I sent them. Whoever attacks you will go down in defeat. I have created the blacksmith who fans the coals beneath the forge, and makes the weapons of destruction, and I have created the armies that destroy. But in that coming day no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. Chapter 55 Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink, even if you have no money. Come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and... You will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples? I made him a leader among the nations. You also will command nations you do not know, and peoples unknown to you will come running to obey. Because I, the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God, for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. There will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. Chapter 56 This is what the Lord says. Be just and fair to all. Do what is right and good, For I am coming soon to rescue you and to display my righteousness among you. Blessed are all those who are careful to do this. Blessed are those who honor my Sabbath days of rest and keep themselves from doing wrong. Don't let foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord say, The Lord will never let me be part of his people. And don't let the eunuchs say, I'm a dried up tree with no children and no future. For this is what the Lord says, I will bless those eunuchs who keep my Sabbath days holy and who choose to do what pleases me and commit their lives to me. I will give them, within the walls of my house, a memorial and a name far greater than sons and daughters could give. For the name I give them is an everlasting one. It will never disappear. I will also bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord, who serve him and Love his name and worship him and do not desecrate the Sabbath day of rest and who hold fast to my covenant. I will bring them to my holy mountain of Jerusalem and will fill them with joy in my house of prayer. I will accept their burnt offerings and sacrifices because my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations. For the sovereign Lord who brings back the outcasts of Israel says, I will bring others too besides my people Israel. Come, wild animals of the field, come, wild animals of the forest, come and devour my people, for the leaders of my people, the Lord's watchmen, his shepherds, are blind and ignorant. They are like silent watchdogs that give no warning when danger comes. They love to lie around, sleeping and dreaming, like greedy dogs they are never satisfied. They are ignorant shepherds, all following their own path and intent on personal gain. Come, they say, let's get some wine and have a party. Let's all get drunk. Then tomorrow we'll do it again and have an even bigger party. Chapter 57 Good people pass away. The godly often die before their time. But no one seems to care or wonder why. No one seems to understand that God is protecting them from the evil to come. For those who follow godly paths will rest in peace when they die. But you come here you witches children you offspring of adulterers and prostitutes whom do you mock making faces and sticking out your tongues you children of sinners and liars you worship your idols with great passion beneath the oaks and under every green tree you sacrifice your children down in the valleys among the jagged rocks and the cliffs your gods are the smooth stones in the valleys you worship them with liquid offerings and grain offerings they Not I are your inheritance. Do you think all this makes me happy? You have committed adultery on every high mountain. There you have worshipped idols and have been unfaithful to me. You have put pagan symbols on your doorposts and behind your doors. You have left me and climbed into bed with these detestable gods. You have committed yourselves to them. You love to look at their naked bodies. You have given olive oil to Moloch. "'with many gifts of perfume. "'You have traveled far, even into the world of the dead, "'to find new gods to love. "'You grew weary in your search, but you never gave up. "'Desire gave you renewed strength, "'and you did not grow weary. "'Are you afraid of these idols? "'Do they terrify you? "'Is that why you have lied to me "'and forgotten me and my words? "'Is it because of my long silence "'that you no longer fear me? "'Now I will expose your so-called good deeds.' None of them will help you. Let's see if your idols can save you when you cry to them for help. Why, a puff of wind can knock them down. If you just breathe on them, they fall over. But whoever trusts in me will inherit the land and possess my holy mountain. God says, rebuild the road. Clear away the rocks and stones so my people can return from captivity. The high and lofty one who lives in eternity, the holy one, says this. I live in the high and holy place with those whose spirits are contrite and humble i restore the crushed spirit of the humble and revive the courage of those with repentant hearts for i will not fight against you forever i will not always be hungry for if i were all people would pass away all the souls i have made i was angry so i punished these greedy people i withdrew from them but they kept going on their own stubborn way i have seen what they do but i will heal them anyway I will lead them. I will comfort those who mourn, bringing words of praise to their lips. May they have abundant peace both near and far, says the Lord who heals them. But those who still reject me are like the restless sea which is never still, but continually churns up mud and dirt. There is no peace for the wicked, says my God. Looking back in recent history, the only man who served as President of the United States for a single day was born on this day in 1807. David R. Acheson, a Missouri legislator who served as president pro tempore of the Senate several times, served as president on Sunday, March 4th, 1849. Zachary Taylor was to be sworn in on Monday, March 5th, 1849, even though President James Polk's term had ended on March 3rd. Therefore, for a single day, Acheson officially became the President of the United States. Obviously, nothing significant happened during Acheson's brief tenure in office. He is remembered by few, and today his name is mostly just a footnote in history. Fame and power are fleeting. In fact, almost all of what we regard as important will be a footnote in the history of eternity. Isaiah called his nation to turn away from that which is fleeting to that which lasts forever. He called the nation to salvation, prioritizing what is really important. Chapters 49 through 55 speak of the coming Messiah, a servant who will bring redemption to his people. Interestingly, Isaiah says the servant will first suffer before his kingdom comes. Chapters 54 and 55 speak of the expanding kingdom and salvation for all nations. Chapter 56 starts the last major section of Isaiah, speaking of Israel's shame and future glory. Looking deeper. Salvation is open to all who want it. Isaiah records God's words, Come, all you who are thirsty. Come to the waters. God satisfies the hunger of our hearts. Salvation is free but not cheap. The invitation is given to all, regardless. Money cannot buy what God has provided through the great cost of giving His only begotten Son. Salvation is the only thing that can give man peace and joy. And Isaiah asks, why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Salvation requires that we move at the point of conviction. Isaiah warns that we must seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Salvation dramatically changes our lives for the better. God's word will produce what God intends for our lives. Sadness dissipates and joy fills our hearts. Looking up. Help me, Lord, always to appreciate the great price you paid for my salvation. Help me as I share your great plan of salvation with others. In Jesus' name. All right, folks. Looking forward to being with you tomorrow, August 12th, as we continue through the book of Isaiah, and we will cover chapters 58 through 62.